just I just I just speak my peace keep my peace What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Speak My Peace podcast. As always, I'm your gracious host, Greg Lacey. <laughs> like we always do about this time, all this episode reaches you all in good health and that you all are taking care of yourself and your loved ones as we know how important that is today. Man, we are on the precipice of history. And I'm pre-recording this episode, so hopefully it doesn't happen before I record it, but we but if it does happen, then I'm speaking in past tense. But that history, I'm speaking of breaking the all-time scoring record. And as much as I hate covering this because he's going to break it wearing that damn awful Lakers jersey, I'd be remiss if I didn't cover this. Because this uh, journey of him breaking the scoring record is remarkable. Um, just considering that all that he's been through, um, to consider his journey, consider his career, it's remarkable. And I don't think we will see anything like this for a very long time. Like this core record you're about to break was set by uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I believe either 40 years ago or over 40 years ago. But it's been a while since, you know, that record was even thought of, of being broken. The last person we were close to it was a pedophile who we won't mention um, on this podcast, but I think that was the closest it was. And, you know, his career fizzled out um, at a certain point in time. This is his 20th year, and it looked like he's not slowing down. And that is what makes this journey to him breaking the scoring record remarkable. Uh, what makes it even more remarkable is the being a pass-first player, breaking the all-time scoring record. Um, I guess I should have gave you all full warning. I apologize. This is going to be a very sportsy episode. Um, I know this is not a sports podcast, but again, this is a story we have to cover. Before we get to the end of this journey, not the end of this journey, but we, before we get to even him breaking that record, like we have to detail what he went through. Because LeBron James, even still to this day, still faces a lot of scrutiny. Um, but he went through a lot just to get here. Um, I remember reading an article just even going back to his childhood about, you know, by the time he was in fifth grade, either he was in fifth grade or he was five years old, I forget. Um, I read the article uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. By the time he was either five years old or fifth grade, he had been to four different schools. And me personally, I know what that experience is like. Just coming from, you know, my background, I went through, by the time I got to middle school, I had already been to four elementary schools. Um, two of them were one of that transition, which is because it was a newer school was built in my city. And so I transitioned to the newer school. But beyond that, I also went to two other elementary schools. And I know what that thing does to a child's psyche. It's hard for you to really attach to people. It's hard for you to form relationships. It's hard to really build those bonds that you really have to build in those developmental stages and developmental ages. I say all that to say just to get to, get to this journey. And a, a lot of people, you don't make it out from that. Like those things serve as traumatic experiences for children. And it takes you down a wrong path. You you tend to seek out guidance or you tend to seek out love or camaraderie from places that, you know, you shouldn't be seeking them. And it takes you down a wrong, wrong road. And yet here we are, LeBron J, despite all that he's been through, we're talking about this man breaking an all-time score record. So obviously he got through all that. Even, you know, going beyond all that, um, in high school, I think since high school, there has been Michael Jordan comparisons. 
And those alone is hard to deal with. Uh, Michael Jordan kids couldn't live up to Michael Jordan comparison. So this kid from Akron, Ohio, living up to Michael Jordan comparison and still, you know, thriving and still being one of the best in in, in that sport is unheard of. Like, I don't, I don't know how he did it. He would receive Michael Jordan comparisons because, for one, he was the best uh, high school prospect during his time. He wore number 23 because he looked up to Michael Jordan. And so, naturally, because of that, you know, people drew comparisons. And that type of burden, not that type of burden, that type of comparison um, can cause such a, a dark cloud over many people. And it, and it has caused dark clouds over a lot of people before LeBron and after LeBron because that shadow is a hard one to to match. Like that shadow of Michael Jordan being over your career or being over your potential, um, it's a hard one to, to live up to. And so you cast that shadow over some of a career, you can call it a raps because people are gonna expect you to operate or expect you to um, play at a certain level that is just really hard. And we haven't seen it other than Kobe Bryant seen it accomplished. So take that into mind, that he had these comparisons since he was in high school. LeBron James was the first underclassman to be featured on a Sports Illustrated cover. This was the the uh, infamous The Chosen One cover. Just think about that. You are on the nationally um, syndicated, not nationally syndicated, it's not TV, a nationally um, publicated publication Sports Illustrated, which goes to people all around the world. Everyone can see it. And people are calling you the chosen one as a 16 year old. That enough is expectations that many people can't leave up to. Many people are crack a phone under that. Yeah. Here we are. Year 20 of the NBA season. This man is about to break an all time scoring record. Um, getting back into the outside of the pressure that was put on him, getting back into the scrutiny. Um, we're speaking about high school. LeBron James was scrutinized for the high school he chose. Um, I believe in, in that area, Akron, Ohio, there's a there's a, a, a black school and there's a school, a Catholic school, which he went to that, that isn't black. And so him and his friends decided to go to that Catholic school just because some of his friends, they weren't going to shine at that black school in terms of, of basketball. And he received scrutiny for that. People call him a sellout. People call him a traitor, which was ironic because we look at the landscape of the NBA today and we think about activists, LeBron James is on the forefront of that. We think about the the Miami Heat donning the black hoodies in, in the wake of the Trayvon um, Martin um, death. We think about things that happen beyond that. We think about, you know, activists pledging money towards certain things and creating certain, you know, funds and creating certain programs. LeBron James is at the forefront of a lot of that. So it's just think about just the pressures that was putting on him as a as a kid. We think about it as a freshman. People are calling him a sellout. Now here we are. Um, I don't know what year his freshman year was, but here we are in the year twenty twenty three. LeBron James is heralded as you know one of those activists. Um, we're speaking about him breaking Kareem's record. Obviously, he's not no Kareem Abdul Jabbar uh, because the the things that they were facing back in during that time was that it was magnified and the magnitude of what they were, were facing was so much higher than what we're facing today. But still, you think about sports athletes, LeBron James was one of those, I mean, speaking about sports athletes who are activists, LeBron James was one of those first names that, that rolls off a lot of people's tongues. Not getting off the, the track, we're getting back into 
you know, this amazing mark of him hitting his all-time score record, but it just have to take you all through the journey of the things this man had to overcome. Also think about um, allegations of things that he had to face in high school, the Hummer scandal. You know, uh, uh, a company gave his mom uh, a Hummer on the basis of, I know that you will be able to pay me back tenfold because your son is going to be, no, no, no. A company gave his mom a loan on the purposes of, I know what your son is going to be, so I know that you're going to be able to pay this loan back tenfold. And so the company gave his mom a loan. With the loan, his mom bought a Hummer. And there was a investigation on him back then off of whether or not he was in receiving improper gifts as a, as a student athlete. Speaking about the pressures that was put on him, LeBron James was such a megastar in high school that they were finding anything to try to halt his career, try to not let him reach that peak that he's reaching now because they just wanted to, you know, as we see oftentimes, sports we see all the time in media, they see a black man, especially a young black man, exceeding expectations and they want to put them in place. Um, use them as a whipping board. I'm like, hey, you know, stay in your place. That shut up and dribble comment that people mention a lot. That original comment was directed at LeBron James. That we're speaking about activism. Okay, not getting off track, but just giving you all just a whirlwind of things this man has done. I don't think that we, I don't think that we appreciate enough the greatness of LeBron James. You can not be a fan of the team he played for. You can deemed him as a rival but despite all that that man is a great athlete and i that's the reason why we're covering this in this episode because that has to be mentioned it's not mentioned enough i you see a lot of scrutiny and i will say this as a fan of lebron james lebron james is one of the corniest people in the world um from the just the terrible acting job in, in movies that i've seen with him in the instagram stories of him not knowing the words to to rap music but trying to you know be hip and just other just things that he's done throughout his career. But despite all that, LeBron James is a, is a pillar in, in the black community. He is a pillar of black excellence. He is a pillar of black love with, with him and his wife, Savannah, his high school sweetheart has created. Uh, LeBron James is just a role model of so many people. And that is the, the, the pinnacle of what a lot of us want to execute within our life. Going back into things that people, you know, were trying to bring him back down to earth. So he tried the Hummer thing that didn't work. The next thing was the Jersey scandal. Uh, I believe his senior year of high school, he received two jerseys from a, a sports store in exchange for a pitcher. So basically what it was, was that, you know, if he took a picture of pose with, I believe some, uh, the, the, I think it was like the owners of the store or something like that, they gave him two jerseys. So he got two jerseys just from taking a picture, something as innocent as taking a picture, posing for a picture. You know, he's an athlete. He's a he's a mogul now. So people get paid to take pictures of him. unwanted and solicited pictures of him now. But in high school, they tried to pen or they did penalize him. They tried to um, suspend him for the entire uh, senior season. He ended up appealing it after sitting out a couple of games and they allowed him to come back. But these are things that he faced. These are things that he had to go against. And we don't see this happen. You know, we see so many times these young stars, especially like in the entertainment industry, um, think of your favorite Disney star. Um, First thing to come to my mind, Orlando Brown, because I've seen a damn clip of him on Instagram. 
uh, earlier today. But just think about your favorite Disney stars. A lot of them, you know, they they catch, you know, they get hot when they're very young and they fizzled out by the time they were teens. Um, and then by the time they're adults, you know, they go wacky because it's a lot of pressure to live up to. It's a it's it's, it's hard to live your life in the lenses of the entire world. Jay-Z famous quote. Um, I don't know why I can't think of it. It's stronger than heroin. Speaking about fame, it's just it's it's the worst drug known to man. It's the worst drug known to man. It's stronger than heroin. Is is the bar and lost one. It's just speaking about fame. It's just it's hard to deal with. So think about as I was thinking about those Disney stars. I was thinking about childhood stars, whatever the movie, the case it may be. Whatever they were dealing with, it wasn't nothing compared to what this man was dealing with. This young teenager was dealing with being deemed the chosen one at sixteen on a national publication for everyone to see, meaning you're welcome in all type of all type of criticisms. Your entire life is in the magnifying glasses and you stand up to all the tests that are against you. That's another thing that people don't really realize. Um, and I mentioned a lot, speaking amongst friends and different things like that. LeBron James has been in a national spotlight since a teenager and this man has done no wrong. Now, I'm not to say he's perfect because no one's perfect. I'm pretty sure he's done a lot of wrong, um, whether that's in this relationship, whether that's as a father, whether that's just as a man, whatever the case it may be. But we don't know about it. Shout out to his publicist um, because none of these things, you know, get out to the world. But as far as us on the outside looking in, there's no scandals attached to LeBron James. The, the, the biggest scrutiny there is for LeBron James is for me. He won a ring in a bubble with that whack-ass team, the Lakers. But for the majority of the world, it's him winning uh, a championship ring with the Miami Heat because of the big three he formed. So a lot of people claim that he cheated, wherever the case it may be. But just think about this man. He's 38 years old. He's been in national spotlight since he's 16. And you will be hard-pressed to find something negative about him. He's a black man on top of all of that. The lips people will go to try to bring a black man down and he stood the test of time, and he's still thriving today with a beautiful family. Two sons that's playing the same sport as him that are, you know, coming up within their own right. A beautiful daughter, taking care of his mom, taking care of his best friends, creating businesses with his best friends, um, investments in so many different things, activists within his realm. Um, so many things that this man has done, and you will be hard-pressed to find something negative about LeBron James that, he, that he's done. And despite all that, despite living a life of a, of an actual human being. He's still here today, 20 years later on his 20th year in his career, breaking an all time score record as a pass first player. I put an emphasis on that because you know how hard that is to do. Karuma Dujabar set that record 40 years ago. And I believe he may have been the first player to, to play 20 seasons in the NBA. And there's been many after him. And those people where their placement is on the list of the all-time scoring record, they they not touching LeBron James. Think about Dirk Nowitzki, prolific scorer. Think about Vince Carter, electrifying scorer. Think about Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest scorers. Think about Kevin Garnett. He had a long uh he had a long career. Think about um who also was on that list? Um Jamal Crawford, he had a long career, not a starter in this entire uh entire entire career. But LeBron, uh, Jamal Crawford, another one of those great scorers. Um, Robert Parrish, another one of those players who had a long uh, career and scored a lot. Will those people are on that list is not close to Kareem or LeBron James. 
and the majority of people I just named on that list, you know what their objective was during their career was to score. Will this team to the highest that I, to the highest heights that I can get them, but also score as many points as I can. LeBron James came in the league as a pass first player. Still to this day, he's a pass first player. I believe LeBron James' career assists is like eight or seven. That's a lot. Some people can't average eight or seven assists in a 82 season game. And this man is averaging seven or eight assists in a career, a 20 year career. You know how difficult it is? And then on top of that, you're about to be the all time leader scorer. In history, it's amazing, man. Shout out to LeBron James. Again, I hate that um he's breaking his record in his god-awful gold jersey, but it's such a remarkable feat. It, and the stars are lining for him to do this during Black History Month, um, knowing that his entire career, his entire life, he's exuberated um, Black excellence. It just feels right. So shout out to LeBron James. Shout out to his family. Shout out to his friends and his team that's around him. Um, but more importantly, just shout out to him, man. Preserving your body to, you know, go through 20 seasons of the NBA, um, to still look like there's no signs of slowing down, to still be one of the best in the league in your 20th season. We've never seen this before. It's unheard of. This is historical. Uh, to see him playing at the level he's playing at, man, we're probably never going to see that again. I I, and I know that we're moving in a space to where, you know, technology is improving and medicine is improving. So a lot of the athletes are going to see longer careers and, you know, the body is going to be, you know, sustaining for a longer uh, periods of time. But I don't think we'll see anything like this ever again. LeBron James was a one-on-one and I salute you. That's the Speak My Peace podcast for the week, y'all. Um, as we get out of here, my What to Watch for this week is the 1619 Project on Hulu. Once again, my What to Watch for this week is the 1619 Project on Hulu. That's the Speak My Peace podcast. I'm out.